4: Today's show is pre recorded.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better ask somebody. somebody. Hat on, hat on, on, suit
0: on, looking like the dog. giving a mug Just like the million like bucks, busting
4: things in its cups. Don't mm-hmm. oh, tell me, who could it be? But Steve
6: Hart, boy, dad, listening to me.
4: Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Hart. Put your hands together.
7: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Uh huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to the voice? Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. <laughs> Real glad about it too. You know, um, I, I um, I hope that God always, um, uh, keeps me in the frame, of, frame of mind to try to be sharing and, um, try to be a uh, motivational and uplifting, even even when it's not. Uh, felt or, or wanted by some people. I have people around me uh, who, who seem to not benefit at all for anything, and I, I can sit with them and talk to them or take meetings with them to try to encourage them, and for whatever reason, you know, they want to just keep going the way they're going. Uh, when you run into people like that, uh, you have to pray for them. You have to just hope that one day uh, that they uh, release the chains on their mind and open up your mind to a new way of thinking a couple of things I wanted to go over with. I want you to all today, in terms of motivation, I want you to be aware of statements or old sayings that have been created that you hear over the course of time and you may be applying them to your life and I want you to be careful of some of them. Because some of these old sayings, man, are not designed for people who are dreamers are not designed for people who have any aspirations of being extraordinary. These are not designs or or, or sayings that people who want to be extremely successful at anything or have high aspirations to put these sayings into your life. Let me give you an example. Statistics say. That's it. That's the one I want you to be careful about statistics say. Be very careful of stats. When a person says, you know, statistics say one out of every what? See, listen to me. These are things that sound like they're good, sound, solid advice, but they're setting you up for failure. And you can't adhere yourself to a lot of these sayings that's been passed down from generations. And it's not scripture. It, it ain't in the scripture nowhere that statistics say. It's just some people. And a lot of people who have lost have come up with these sayings to justify why they keep losing or why they lost. When I was uh, first got started in the business, there were more stand-ups around now than it is today because the comedy boom in uh 84, 85 was um uh it was gaining a lot of momentum it was comedy clubs, comedy nights everywhere. The statistic that a guy told me, I told him I wanted to be on the Johnny Carson show, the tonight show. The guy said one out of every 2,000 comedians ever make it to the Tonight Show. Okay. Now, when he told us that, some of the comedians in the room went, well, wow, man, that's oh, that's rough. Because a guy had also said that there was approximately 6,000 comedians in the country at that time. I don't know if it was true. I'm just telling you guy was out there spewing numbers. I have no idea how many it was. But he said one in every 2,000 will make it to the Tonight Show. And he let the air out of everybody in the room but me. So every night before I went on stage, I used to do this right here. That was the Tonight theme song. Now, I was young, opening act. Nowhere near Hollywood, Didn't I was in Cleveland telling jokes at one-nighters, but that was my thing. Because I was bent and determined that if it's one in 2000, okay, why don't I just be the one? Be careful when people say, statistics say, because they are set up to for failure if you're gonna adhere to them. See, that one in so many, it wanted so many people win the lottery, but if you don't play the lottery, you ain't gonna be the one to hit. Now when the dude hits you go, wow, he was lucky, but he played. Here's another one. Maybe it's not meant to be. All right, let's go one step further. I guess it wasn't the Lord's will. Don't you dare blame God for something you may have not done yourself because you didn't get the proper education, because you didn't do the things you were supposed to do, because you didn't stay to the task, because you quit, turned around, and went the other way. Now, maybe it's not, it wasn't the Lord's will. These are all statements that sound like sound advice, but they ain't all the time got nothing to do with you. Stop letting these old fogey sayings get in your way of what can happen in your life. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Why? Who, who came up with this? Who came up with this? If you don't pour all your efforts into one thing, how are you going to be great at that one thing? If Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird had not played basketball sun up to sundown, Magic Johnson didn't go to uh, Michigan to get an education. Larry Bird ain't go to Indiana to get an education. These cats was balling. Michael Jordan didn't go to North Carolina to get an education. They went to play ball. They went to do one thing. Tiger Woods didn't go to Stanford to get an education. He went to play golf. As soon as he got good enough, he gone. These is guys that put all they eggs in one basket. See, what's, what's cool with putting all your eggs in one basket is you now can maximize your effort and laser beam what you're doing. Your problem is all you got to do is make sure what is your basket made out of? If your basket is made out of faith, hope, hard work, and belief, then guess what? That's a good basket. I'm dumping all mine in it. Because ever since I was a young dude, I've been telling jokes. One thing, one thing only. Even when it got ugly and I was living in a car, I never quit telling them jokes, man. I just kept believing that them jokes was going to pay me one day. And I'd be doggone if it didn't. I ain't take no time off, go work at the Walmart, get me a job, go back to Ford and beg for my job back. Hey, man, put all your eggs in a basket. Just make sure that your basket is made up of faith, hope, belief, hard work. Your, your basket woven by God, what you tripping for? You defeating yourself, where is your faith? Where is your belief? Where is your trust? At one point in time, you got to believe that God can do what he say he's going to do because didn't done, done it for others. He'll most certainly do it for you. Be careful of these sayings that's out here. That's aligned by losers and people to justify why they are not succeeding. Don't apply this stuff to your life and it ain't got nothing to do with you. You're going to mess yourself up. All right. Okay.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: You know, it's so important to have representation in media. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
3: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories. And we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now.
2: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we are about to start the Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, he is here, the Earl of Altingham, Earl. Hey, 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 how are thou <laughs> today bringing you the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry.
7: Uh, top of the morning to you, Cheerio, all of that.
5: Tea and everything, crumpets. Good morning, yeah. Carla Farrell.
4: Good morning, Duke. How are you, darling?
5: Wonderful, wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And now, <laughs> that damn junior.
2: Good morning, Duke. You look absolutely stunning.
5: I stunning. know it. And, of course, we cannot call you king because you are in England now. <laughs> the court gesture of prank <laughs> phone calls, ladies and gentlemen. F. Yo, Tommy. Thank you, Duke. Thank you, thank you. Good morning, Duke. Wonderful, Duke, wonderful. Morning, Beautiful day to be black in this country, isn't it? Donald oh. Trump is no longer president. We're doing wonderful things now. Oh,
2: Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, we are happy he uh-huh. is not the president. You got yes. that right, dude. Yes, yes,
5: yes. I said to hell with Make America Great Again. Well, you're trying to take it to. <laughs> it's the best it's ever been. <laughs> And if it ain't sugar, honey, iced tea, it's your fault. <laughs>
7: okay, Duke. <laughs> have, you, have you talked to the uh, Prince, Prince Harry and Meghan?
5: I've talked to Prince. I support his move quite honorably. I would have gotten away to hell. Oh, you've, the... your,
7: you've had a change of heart.
5: Well, I've gotten away. I wouldn't have
7: left. Right. I'm
5: glad he left.
7: I'll <laughs> never, <laughs> never,
5: <What? lady>. never. <laughs> Uh, hell would I leave the palace for? Someone's got to be uh, black somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: Playing with the hounds.
4: <laughs> do you play polo, Duke? Do you do all that?
5: Mm. Oh, God, no. I take the hounds hunting. Oh, oh okay. You're a okay. hunter. Oh. And when no one's looking, I make the hounds chase white people. Duke. <laughs> 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 Oh, I call them off before anything happens, but I just want them to get the feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Know what it's like to have the hounds after (laughs) you. It's all it is. I'm having a wonderful time. I love your show, by the way. I just wanted to stop in this morning and say, carry on, carry on, continue to be well. And nephew Tommy, you're doing wonderful with the pranks, and of course your television show. I watch it all the time over there in England. Thank oh. you, Duke. Yes, I, I want to be it. on the show once though. I want to be one of the dates.
2: What? what? The Duke?
7: Oh, wow! Wow! We didn't know you were. Let a sister get our
5: hands on a real L. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Toodles. All right, toodles, toodles to you, Duke. Uh, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour. Ask the CLO with the Chief Love Officer Steve
8: Harvey. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Coming up next hour, NYC, that is New York City mayoral candidate Ray McGuire will be our special guest. We cannot wait to talk to him. But right now, it is time, yeah, Mm. for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. Mm Yeah all right so here we go this one is from tanjula in mississippi tanjula writes i'm a 32 year old professional woman by day and at night i'm an escort i keep Mm. a low profile in my city and go to the neighboring city for my escort business i've been dating a guy for almost three months and he thinks i'm a school teacher and model because I met him at a casting call for models for a music video. I need my side gig to pay off my student loans, but I know this guy won't like it. Should I be honest with him or keep the lie going? Uh-oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Yeah. So she
5: says she does what in the daytime?
7: She's a professional woman, she says. She didn't say specifically, but at okay, night. So
5: she's an escort. Yeah, at mm-hmm. night. So uh-huh. what what is, what is the lie she's trying to keep going?
7: That she's an escort. That she's an escort. She wait has a minute. To, she's an escort to pay off her student loans, Steve.
5: Well, wait a minute. How, how, how did he meet her?
7: Um, it says she, she met him. Um, she's been dating him. She, he at thinks a she's function. a school teacher. She thinks he's a school teacher and a model because she met him at a casting call for models.
5: Oh, so oh, For a music oh okay. Video. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So he didn't call the escort service and meet her, no, no. sir. Oh, <laughs> he okay. He know. met her at the thing, so he think.
7: Yeah, well, he doesn't
5: know. Uh, the junk, the jello,
7: <laughs>
5: man. Did
7: you say,
5: Oh, wait, do, do her name sound familiar to you? <laughs> <laughs> You know, ain't like her damn name was Denise and I missed it. <laughs> Give her it
7: some advice. Don't yeah. get mad.
5: Well, first of all, change your damn name. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Ain't everybody going to know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> your name at the escort service or down at the school board. Tagula is, is very rare. So, I, look, look. Hey, look, young sister. You can't be so desperate to pay off your student loans that you'll do anything. Your reputation and your life forward after this is far more important than the present. And always understand that what you do in the dark today gonna come out in the light tomorrow. And it may ruin an opportunity with a career move or a man. So if I were you, I would double think this escort service business. It's paying off student loans ain't that important. They got all types of things available because of COVID now with student loans. You need to go online and research some of this stuff. They got programs to help you pay off student loans. You ain't got to sell yourself to pay off no damn loan. Think about your life moving forward. You're 32. You're an attractive girl.
7: So you think you should? she yeah. should be honest with him?
5: No. Hell no. <laughs> okay. Keep the light
1: no. going. <laughs> Keep no. the going. No.
5: Your job is doing the day You a professional woman That's Mm -hmm. your damn job Do not tell this man You an escort Okay Just get out The escort business This ain't the time For the truth Well (laughs) y'all keep Getting this from (laughs)
4: That
7: gets on your nerves
5: Man all this truth Y'all be trying Uh, to tell
7: Too much honesty No Nobody wanna hear
5: that (laughs) Dude Dude be liking you Now you gonna tell him You a damn escort He ain't gonna take you And meet his mama Yeah
7: okay (laughs) All right, all right, right. so we're moving on. Uh, Ginger in Mobile, Alabama says, uh, "...my husband and I bought a a townhome in a part of town with a lot of young families. We're in our early 60s and downsized when we retired. The family's two doors down has a daughter that's a senior in high school, and she's got a boyfriend that's always around." Saturday, my husband and I saw this girl and her boyfriend making out in the car parked in front of our house. My husband is the type to mind his business, but not if it's in front of our house. Should we tell her parents about this?
5: No. That ain't your business. You ain't never been in
9: high <laughs> school. That ain't your damn Man. business.
7: What, what is you talking
5: about? <laughs> mind your damn business. Y'all want to move y'all old ass down there with all the young people. <laughs> Now, if you should have stayed your ass where old people can't climb in back seats and do nothing. No, tell, tell her parents what? Stop. It ain't your business. Your husband is the type to mind his business. You should, too. And what mm. good is telling it going to do? All they're going to do is go somewhere else and sneak? Yep. You keep can't keep raise that out. little girl. That ain't mm. your business. Mm. The hell is okay. you over here for? downsized. Downside. Go to senior citizen home if you that damn old. <laughs> oh,
7: Candace in Philly, we're moving on. <laughs> Candace in Philly says, my mother and my crazy aunt may be sharing a man. My aunt and my stepdad have an inappropriate friendship. My aunt introduced him to my mom, but I think they used to mess around before that. We all went to my aunt's house last month for a cookout and my aunt was sitting on my stepdad's lap. I noticed her suddenly grinding on his lap and when she realized I saw it, she jumped up. I told my mom what happened and she said they like to joke around like that. How can my mom be so blonde?
5: Cause your mama like jokes. (laughs) Oh. She said they joking around. Hmm. Your mama probably laughing her ass off somewhere. Once again, if it, it, this ain't your damn business. What is wrong with these letters today? This These grown-ass Mom. people, consulting adults. Your aunt was on her sister's husband's lap grinding, right. yeah. saw you, and jumped up. Yeah. Now, he had to stay seated. For oh, yeah. obvious reasons. Yes, yeah, yeah. obvious reasons. yeah. Well, now I'm trying Ryan to figure out. Now, then you done already went and told your mama, and your mama told you they joke around like that. Your mama might already know what's going on. Your mama might be planning or something. Go Ooh. stay. Why is your young Boy, ass like in this? Like a murder? No. <laughs> See, that's right. See, the other people was too old to be in this, and now you too young to be in this.
10: <laughs>
7: Just the oh,
5: worst damn CLO question we ever had. <laughs> 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 All these nosy ass people.
7: <laughs> so, the bottom line, everybody mind your own business. Mind right. your
5: damn business. <laughs> Write Coming in up- here about something about your life. <laughs>
7: Coming up, uh, thank you, CLO. Coming up next, Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back
8: right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: New York City mayoral candidate Ray McGuire. Get used to hearing that name. Ray McGuire will be our special guest. We cannot wait to talk to him. That is coming up. But right now, it is time for The Nephew and Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff?
9: We need to borrow a casket. Can we use your casket? Uh-uh. <laughs>
7: I cannot. You know, you. She's going through
9: a little something, <laughs> and you let me use your casket till I get on my feet. You Come on, me
11: your feet. let's what? go, cat dog. Wow.
6: <laughs> Hello. Oh, I'm trying to reach Vicky.
11: This is Vicky.
6: Hey, Vicky, how you doing? Are, are you the um, Are you the niece of of, of uh, uh, the, uh, I think it's... Yeah. ain't ain't is, is ain't yeah. you aunt? Yes. Okay. your your Now, your aunt passed away. How many, how many years ago your aunt passed? It was about five years ago. Okay. Listen, I'm over here at the funeral home. Uh, my, my, my sister just passed away, and they gave me your phone number. Did, did you guys? We're going through a little bit of a situation here. Did you guys aunt have? You know, your aunt was a heavy set woman. Is that right?
11: Yes, she was.
6: Okay. Now, they had to. Did they have to put her in a in a? Did they have a bill a special casket for her? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's what we're kind of going through with my sister. We ordered a um, a special casket for 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 my sister, and uh, I'm assuming this is the same thing that you guys went through. I called several of her her children, but I wasn't able to get in touch with anybody. But the, the funeral home actually had your name on file as well. So they gave me your number where I would be able to talk to you. is is that is that okay?
11: Yeah, that's okay. You can speak to me, but you know what seems to be the problem?
6: Well listen, uh, we, we the, the, the funeral is actually in two days okay, and we ordered one of those special caskets, but it doesn't look like it's gonna be in for another week. So you know it's almost like we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna have a casket for her um, you know for the funeral. And, okay. you know, the, like I said, the funeral home told us about, you know, that you guys were the last ones that ordered a, a casket of that size. And, you know, me and the, the rest of the family has been, you know, we have been trying to figure out what to do and what to do. Do you think it's any way possible we can borrow the casket that your aunt is in and then when the casket comes in that we ordered, we can put her in that casket and put her back down to rest like she's always been. Do you think that's possible? Excuse me? Hello?
11: Hello? Excuse me, could you repeat yourself? What exactly are you asking me?
6: Well, what I'm saying is, do you think we can borrow your ain't- casket? Because, you know, the funeral is in two days, and the casket is not going to be in in order for us to be able to bury her in a a casket for, you know, to accommodate her size. That's what I'm asking.
11: What kind of is this you're talking about? First of all, who is this?
6: Okay, uh, no, my name is Larry. Uh, like I said, my name is Larry. I got you. I got you guys. Like I said, I tried to call some of her kids, but nobody ever picked up when I called. Okay, well, and but well, they said yeah, that they he, had uh, her niece's number on file too. You you are her niece, Vicki, right? Yes, I am. Okay, well, th- 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 that's what I'm saying. Do you think that maybe you can talk to the children and see if we can maybe use that particular casket? Okay, wait a minute. What the talking about? This
11: some. First of all, who who is this? You you got to be losing your mind if you think I'm gonna let you dig up my auntie for just to bury your sister. Yeah, but I I understand where you're
6: coming from, but what I'm trying to say is that we don't have a casket big enough, and they was they they let us know that you guys were the last ones that had a a casket that you know.
11: They gotta do with us. That's your sister. Figure it out. Have you lost your?
6: no, no, well, okay, first of all, what I'm trying to do is this. The family been grieving pretty hard, and I just wanted to make sure that the funeral would be right. And it ain't going to be
11: right if, if we don't
12: have... That be? We How do you think we...
11: my family going to feel digging my any up? You lost your... They don't call me with this... Who is the... The funeral home that gave you my... Number to ask me to use the casket so you can bury your sister? Who is the name of that person?
6: I can't remember, but it was, it was... It was the guy. The funeral director let me know that you guys had went through a situation where you had to bury your your your, your aunt. Like I said, and I what, tried to call. And what's your name sister.
11: again? My
6: my name is Larry.
11: Okay, Larry, this is a, this is a, a stupid. I don't know what give you my phone number to call me asking you this dumb. Can you believe this? And call here asking me to so can they dig up and so they can bury their sister? It's not that his sister.
6: Don't have a casket. Hello. No, no. What well, kind of a a, a I understand. It's sh- not your fault. No, I understand it's not your fault. What I'm trying to say is, would y'all show some sympathy and some love for what me yeah. and my family going through? Because we don't have a casket. Like I say, my sister, my sister was, a, was you know, was a, a heaven, was a okay. heaven That's all so we
11: fine and good. You know, my condolences go out to you and your family. You know, I'm trying to be as reserved as I can with this whole situation. But do you understand what kind of stupid sh- you? asking me right now to actually dig up my aunt who's was who been in the ground for five <laughs> years to bury your sister?
6: That's okay, a but let me ask you, but let me ask you this here. If, 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 if we use it, your aunt ain't gonna know. She ain't gonna know what, we use it. What, f- what kind of
11: stupid f- for you to say to me? My aunt
6: You know what? I, 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 first of all, I appreciate you trying to work with me, but I want to say this. You you don't even have the authority to make that decision. If you give me one of the numbers to, to one of your cousins... Uh, well, I was,
11: cause I was really trying to be nice and be calm, but guess what? We're not doing this stupid... I'm trying to be nice to you and tell and try to help you out but no you want me to get ignorant and act stupid with you I was trying to be nice and sympathetic but we're not doing it I'm not giving you the number I got the authority to tell you right now no we're not digging her up so you can bury your sister figure it out
6: okay so 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 that's just it I can't talk to now yeah, one that's it 100, no
11: 100, you 100. ain't talking to nobody you talking to me
6: Okay, I got I got I got something else I need to tell you though. I need I need to tell you something else. Are you listening? to
11: tell me? I want to
6: tell you this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Vicky, your sister Sheila got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Hold up, who is this again? <laughs> Vicky, Vicky, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister Sheila got me to prank phone call you. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
11: you got me over here all worked up. I I I'ma keep she <laughs> played too much. She ain't got
6: <laughs> to do I got one more thing to ask you, baby. What is the baddest and I mean the baddest radio show in the land?
11: The Steve Harvey morning show for y'all <laughs>
12: <laughs> I mean
6: the
9: nervous some people. I mean we talking about a casket for a few days, you know. What's the nerve of yes. you. But good, good, good caskets are hard to find. You know it is.
5: No, they
4: ain't. They're they're not they not. No, they're not. No, they're not. Well, big caskets,
9: big caskets are well, hard. Well, if to
5: you find. think big caskets is hard to find, it's even harder to find somebody gonna let you dig their people up. just temporarily. I mean, good God. I'm not asking for money.
7: All right, nephew. Uh, Whatever. Coming up at the top of the hour, (laughs) entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The
13: 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
2: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime
7: Well, today in entertainment news, June is Black Music Month. It is upon us. Mm. And Carla is here with today's music news. What you got, Carla? All right, let's talk about Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. She dropped
4: a trailer yesterday to promote her upcoming documentary about the iconic album, My Life.
7: Mm-hmm. So let mm. me
4: just say this. All of you all that are Mary J. Blige fans like I am, we cannot wait (laughs) (laughs) for this documentary. This was the album, My Life. This was the album. I'm talking about What's the 411? Mm -hmm. Mary J. Mm -hmm. My Life. Every cut on there was the jam. So she is releasing this for her fans. So we can't wait for the documentary. We also Also, have to give a shout out to Mary J. Blige. She was inducted into the Walk of Fame at the Apollo Theater on Friday. So, congratulations, Mary. (laughs) Mary. Love us some, Mary J. Woo! I can't wait (laughs) for this documentary. Also, music news, Megan Thee Stallion, The Baby, they all lead nominees and nominations for the BET Awards. It's going down when? June 27th. Cardi B and Drake is up in that piece as well with five nominations apiece. BET Awards 2021, June 27th, okay. 8 p.m. on BET. Now, it was previously announced mm-hmm. that it will have a live audience at the BET Awards. As opposed to last year, you yeah. know, the virtual format. Right. So well. we shall see. It'll be interesting to check it out. Can't wait. Seems like award shows are back. So the BET yeah. Awards. And that's that. That's yeah. what I have for music news.
7: Yeah. In other entertainment news, on the first episode of the latest season of LeBron James, The Shop, uninterrupted, uh, Jay-Z revealed just what an impact the birth of his daughter, Blue Ivy, had on him. Would you say, Steve? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did A's. a cold
5: story about following Dmx. <laughs> it was very good, funny.
7: Yeah. Oh, Jay Z. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, well, this one's cute. This one's a cute story. Uh, on this, on the show, he shared that he didn't learn how to swim until Blue was born. And why you ask? Well, for Jay Z, it was a shift in perspective. If she ever fell into the water and I couldn't get her, I couldn't even fathom the thought. He also says that his accomplishments are no big deal to uh, Blue, telling the story of when he received his nomination to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame back in February. He says he told her this ain't no celebration, and yo, give me a kiss. I'm in the Hall of Fame. He says, she just said, bye, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Not bye, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> bye, Dad. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I plan to go do Hall of Fame. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Blue Ivy got a Grammy. She
7: like, bye. Yeah, yeah bye, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now you can tell the DMX story. Go ahead. We have time.
5: Yeah, no, what I, I mean, no, I mean, it's it's online. It's better if he tell it. I just like yeah. the way he told it. Oh, story.
7: yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. okay. Go check it out. Well, he's not here.
5: (laughs) Well, he ain't here. We got 30 seconds, so we ain't telling the story, (laughs) sure.
7: Attitude. Why'd you bring it up?
5: (laughs) Well, because I thought that's where you was going with it. I I didn't hear the whole interview. The Blue Ivy story, that was cute. Yeah, I
8: told you But you you like cute stuff. It was cute, yeah. We like Ignis
5: stuff on this show. (laughs) (laughs) You like cute stuff. Well,
7: like Blue Ivy told her dad, I'm going to tell you bye, Steve, okay?
5: Uh, (laughs) I'm used to that.
7: <laughs> it is time for headlines. Go ahead.
5: You do it. <laughs>
15: now nah, you say
7: it. Ladies by, and Steve. gentlemen, it is time for our headlines. <laughs> Please
15: welcome Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you very much. Well, as promised, President Biden visited Tulsa, Oklahoma yesterday. He spoke clearly as he mourned one of the worst acts of racist murder in the U.S. history, the massacre 100 years ago of some 300 black men, women, and children in what was then called Black Wall Street.
5: The history of what took place here was told in silence, cloaked in darkness. But just because history is silent...
12: It doesn't mean that it did not take place.
5: In
15: social studies, teachers never taught it or any of the massacres. Some 1,200 black-owned homes businesses were looted and then burned to the ground by vicious, jealous white mobs. mobsters. Uh, the victims' insurance claims were denied, so over 10,000 residents were left destitute and homeless and placed in internment camps. The president says, quote, literal hell was unleashed on that neighborhood. By the way, the destruction of Black Wall Street was not the first or the last massacre of upwardly mobile black Americans in this country. There were two a dozen, at least others, including Rosewood, Florida and Wilmington, North Carolina. And the object was always the same, to keep African-Americans living conditions below that of even the lowest and dumbest whites. The usual reason used, some black man supposedly assaulted a white woman, which was usually, if not always, a lie. I have a map marking many of the mass murder sites on my Facebook page. Check it out. One that's not on the map, though, was the massacre in the town of Ponce in Puerto Rico on March 21, 1937, where police shot peaceful protesters there, killing 19 and injuring over 200. On another matter, the president is still hoping to work out a deal with the Republicans on infrastructure. Mr. Biden is scheduled to get together later today with West Virginia Republican Shelley Moore Capito. And last look, the Democrats wanted $1.7 trillion to fix the nation's roads and bridges. Republicans, though, offering only $928 billion, with the B dollars. A man who works for CNN, who works security for its broadcast in the wake of the murder of George Floyd, has filed a civil rights lawsuit against two white Minnesota State Patrol officers, one male, one female, who arrested him and held him for 20 hours. Michael Cooper is black. He says he was standing among a bunch of other credited news crews when he and the only Hispanic, Omar Jimenez, were arrested. None of the white news crew members was taken into custody. He wants a jury trial and monetary damages. And get this, are you listening? Sit down. According to a Business Insider story, Donald Trump is telling friends he's going to be reinstated as president in August. Pro-Trumpers like that MyPillow guy, Mike Lindell, have been pushing this new baseless claim for months. The New York Times reporter Maggie Haberman says Trump's been telling friends he will be a sitting president in a couple of months even though that's not how things work in this country. And finally, wind wind is coming back. The Atlantic hurricane season officially started yesterday. Meteorologists are predicting as many as 20 named storms between now and the end of November. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey,
5: everybody. Our distinguished guest this morning is one of the highest-ranking and longest-serving African-American business executives on Wall Street. He broke barriers by throwing open the doors of all white Wall Street boardrooms and rose to the top of his profession while mentoring the next generation of leaders. And last October, he announced that he was running for the mayor of New York City and he pledged to lead the city into its greatest and most inclusive comeback in history. I'm going to introduce him to y'all. I've known him for years. This is a personal friend of mine. Uh, I got him on the show because I'm vouching for him and giving him my 100% support because I know who this man really is. Please welcome to the show New York City mayoral candidate, uh, Mr. Ray McGuire.
7: How you welcome, doing welcome,
10: welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Hello. Look at this, the Steve Harvey family. This is, man,
5: I'm, I'm live now, y'all. Listen, this yeah. is it. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you, bro, you fully lit now. Understand I'm that. I'm saying, man, ain't
10: nobody gonna believe this from where I come from, man. man they
12: won't
5: believe <laughs> this, okay? Yeah. And speaking of that, because you from Dayton, Ohio, four and a half miles south of Cleveland, man. I've been knowing you for a long time, man. You was raised by a single mother graduated from Harvard University with your degree, and then you got an MBA, made wow. you the first person in your family to earn a degree. What motivated you, Ray McGuire, to excel?
10: You know, Steve, you talked about my mother. My single mother raised me and my two brothers, along with my grandparents. And we had a dozen foster children, siblings, in our home at any point in time. And I can remember mother raising, uh, you know, working three jobs. At any point in time, so she could make the ends meet, and she had to debate whether or not she's going to put food on the table, or pay the gas and electric bill, or pay tithes and it in the church. And what motivated me was the only thing we had, the only way out was education. Well, it was prayer. You know, this is a, this has been a walk of faith from the start. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I had to go to school and I had to go to church.
5: Mm. That's it. I mean, that that combination—pretty <laughs> potent combination, right there. Don't you know.
10: Hey, man, man, I gotta tell you, yeah.
5: No, no, no. Go ahead.
10: I gotta tell you, man. The, the um, in that combination, I can remember my grandfather who, who, you know, got a third grade education and learned to read by reading the Bible. I can remember when I came home. Actually, when I got into Harvard, and then important when I came home from Harvard, and the first time I ever saw that black man shed a tear was when I showed him that degree from Harvard. Man, can you imagine all those wow. years, all those years? Right. Mm. Yeah, that's,
5: that, that, that that's the type of thing that pushes you. Hey, Ray, hold on one second, man. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back with more of the new mayoral candidate for the fabulous city of New York, New York City, future mayor, Ray McGuire, right after this.
8: You're listening the to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: Hey, we're back, everybody. And we're talking to one of the mayoral candidates to become the next mayor of uh, New York City, Ray McGuire. Now, Ray, I've been I've been knowing you for a long time. And so now we're running for the mayor of New York City. You got a specific plan to renew small businesses, to help unemployment, housing, public safety, education, the arts. Let's talk about what everybody is calling the Ray McGuire comeback plan for New York City. Tell us about it.
10: Yeah, I call it the, the, the greatest, most inclusive, and I say most inclusive by design, economic comeback plan in the history of New York City. What's behind that is, we, New York has been hit hard, right? I got five to 600,000 people out of work. If I look at the unemployment rate in New York, it's two times the national average, right? And so New York has been hit bad, Go. It's all uh, go big, go small, go forward. Go big. It's fixing infrastructure. It is you know affordable housing. It is fixing the sewage mains and the fractured bridges. Yes, yeah, getting me and a half New Yorkers, many of us, many of whom look like us, who don't have broadband or access to tablets. And it's also addressing the hundred year flood that comes every five years. Okay. Go small. is focus on those small businesses. Fifty thousand jobs in the small businesses because small businesses represent half of New York's workforce mm. and so we got to focus on that and I got a whole menu about how I'm gonna go and fix the small businesses invest in the small businesses and cut the bureaucracy but the thing that's gonna hit big is what I'm gonna do going forward go big go small go forward and go forward it's got to be focused on MWBEs the you know, minority and women-owned black and brown owned businesses and what my view is there Is that we've been outside for so long that when they give us crumbs they want us to feel full. I'm not interested in the crumbs. Matter of fact, I ain't interested in the cake. I want us to own the bakeries. And so we gotta be focused on that, right? That's what we gotta be focused on. We gotta be focused on the future. Technology. You know, it's important to get that type of support because the people who you have name reference came up the same way I did. And they came up from the bottom. And so to get that kind of endorsement, and there have been others from the bottom who have less name recognition. I will give you uh, Sean Bell's mother, Valerie Bell. Or Gwen Carr, Eric Garner's mother. Or Robert Rodriguez, who represents East Harlem. I go through the list of people and these people are on the ground. Some people have risen from the bottom and gotten to the top of whatever it is they're doing. Jay and Nas and Diddy and South. Valerie clearly is a distinguished personality. And, I mean, just a distinguished talent and a huge public servant. And I look at those people. I look at the other people who stepped up. This is all about what takes place. What you call the common man is me. It's you. It is the people, right? This is all about that. What this journey is about is making certain that, as my words say, the least of these Get representation.
5: Hey, Ray, I'm going to give you one last thing to say, man. What's one thing you want to leave our listeners with this morning?
10: Listen, uh, this ain't about me. This is about we. We got one shot to get this right. And we need to come together now in order for our best days to be ahead of us and not behind us. And so this has been a walk of faith. I need the support. Then go to RayForMayor.com. But Steve, coming from you and your crew and all that you all represent, you all represent excellence. You all have made it against the highest level of scrutiny, against the most difficult odds. And those of us who are fortunate and blessed to be inspired by you every morning should recognize that you're a gift from on high. And I am honored to speak with you, to be with you. I've admired the show. I've laughed for the show. I don't want y'all to call me up and prank me. I, you know i get that's, that's that. Gonna,
9: that's gonna happen though Mr. Ray. That's
10: gonna I, know, happen. I know i know i know nephew i know you can't help yourself i know you can't help yourself i understand that i know i can listen I got enough words to curse you out, okay? I
1: know how to get that out <laughs> when you talk me,
10: okay? <laughs> That's RayFromMayor.com. Gonna... Old school Ray style, Ray okay? You're
12: going to hear some words you thought you
10: forgot,
5: okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, everybody. Uh, if you want to learn more and you want to help him out, it's RayFromMayor.com. Ray McGuire, we love you, man. Much love. Appreciate
10: y'all. Thank
7: mm-hmm. you. Wow, he sounds like a great candidate. I look to hear more from him. Coming up next, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call right after this.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, I married a social media thought. It is not what you think, and we'll get into that in just a little bit. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff?
9: I got Mr. Reggie. Mr. Reggie.
7: What? Why why are you pranking Reggie? I
9: don't, I don't. It's Mr. Reggie. Let's go. Take a listen. You'll see. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh uh Davion. This is Davion. Um, who's calling? How you doing, man? This is Mr. Reggie. Mr.
12: Reggie?
9: Have you heard of me before?
12: No, nah, you don't crank the ring a bell or
9: not. I'm a friend of your of your mother's. I'm a friend of Yolanda's.
12: You're a friend of my mother's.
9: Yeah, yeah, Mr. Reggie. She's never she's Mr. never mentioned me before? <laughs>
12: No, is she
9: okay? Everything cool? Oh no, no, no! Your mom is good. Let me oh, okay. let me tell you what's happening. So you you're getting ready to graduate. You're finna get your master's, right? Yeah,
12: I'm getting my MBA.
9: Okay. First of all, let me just say congratulations to you. I'm proud of you. Uh, your Thank mom you, been telling me about you. the whole journey. You know, from from undergrad to to getting your uh, you know you getting your master's in business. So I, I just want to commend you and say congratulations. All right. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. But your mom ain't never she ain't never mentioned Mister Reggie to you, huh? No, sorry, bro. Okay, I got a little of a situation that we got here, man. I, you know, I've been seeing your mom for probably, you know, five six years now, and, and really, I, I just that, yeah, yeah. So it kind of puzzles me that that she never brought okay. up Mr. Reggie to you. No, no, she never brought up the name Mr. Reggie. You know, I
12: didn't even know she was dating. To be
9: honest with you. Okay, so when you started undergrad, I'm the person that you know stepped up and gave your mom some money so she could put you through school. You know, I, I I knew she needed some money to get you through school It started out, you know, like, I guess, around your freshman year. So I, I stepped up and, you know, helped your mom out. Man,
12: this is bugged out, bro, because, hold on, you telling me you gave my mother the money because she told me she got a couple extra jobs on the side to get the money that pays for school.
9: I'm, I'm I'm the person that stepped up and through your undergrad, I'm the one gave your mom the money for you can go to school. And I knew when you graduated from undergrad, and then she came back, told me you getting ready to do grad school, and I stepped up some more. Here's what I'm getting at, man. I'm not even calling yeah. you. Mr. Reggie, Mr. Reggie ain't calling By you. You want
12: me to give you some money when I get a job? No, 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 no what, young what, brother. What are you no,
9: calling me about? Okay. Nothing like that. So here's the deal, man. I didn't gave your mom all this money for six years now. Here it is. Now you finna okay. graduate. And now that you finna graduate, she called herself
12: wanting to break up with me. So, well, bro, so, I mean, I don't know nothing about that. That's between y'all, bro. I mean, what do nah, you want me to do? What I want like, you to do... I even heard your name before, so I mean...
9: And I understand that, but what I'm saying, what I'm getting at is this right here. I would like for you to at least call your mama and say something to her on my behalf because, you know, come on, man, I didn't put six years in, put you all the way through school, and now... Hey, what you want me to say walk- on your behalf? I, I really
12: don't... I mean, I don't know you. I mean, I... like. What do you want me to say on your behalf?
9: But you don't understand what I'm trying to tell you, David. Mr. Reggie didn't stuck his neck out for you for the last six years. You see what I'm saying?
12: Listen, man, I don't even know you. You calling me out the blue, talking about you gave my mama some money and been with her for five years. I don't know you. I never heard your name. Never heard of Mr. Reggie. I you just called me out the blue. This is some trippy shit right now, man. Okay, okay. Like and for I, and real. I understand, I understand like, it. this is almost talkery. You call your uh, your ex girl
9: son? Like, come on, man! This is some yeah, nah, talk. But, Hold on, hold on. This ain't no ex girl. We, I, we've been up. Cool you just said y'all last, broke up. That,
12: that means
9: y'all. That, up, up to up to last week. Up to last week. I didn't pay for you to go to school six years. Now here it is. She want to break up with okay, me. I, I don't I know just, nothing about that,
12: man. Like, I don't know why y'all broke up. I don't know nothing about that. Maybe. And then you called me out the blue, and I don't even know you. She never mentioned you. Hey, well, at least you can, you can hint, at least bro. you
9: can do is call on my behalf and say, "Hey, what's hey, going I'm, on with you?" I nobody's
12: behalf. I don't know who you are. I don't know I'm you. the person. I'm
9: the person that put your little ass through school. Hey, the checks that went to the school
12: had my mama's name on them, not no damn Mr. Reggie. So, hey, bro, I'm sorry. It
9: is okay. what it is. Okay. No, it ain't no. It is what it is. I done put your little ass through school. Now your mama want to run out on me. Now, don't want to date me no more. That's some bullshit right there, man. And you need to have a little respect for somebody that took care of your little ass. Respect?
12: I don't even know you. What are you talking about? Took care of me? I don't even know your guy. Who are you, Mister Reggie? What kind of name is that? You usually go by your last name, Reggie. People go by my Mr.
9: first name. My him. first name is my first name is Reginald. People call me Mister Reggie, and you gonna do the same.
12: I just call you Reg, man. Come on, Reg. I'm I'm good. Like, I don't know what. Okay, going let, on let, let, y'all. Let, me, let me
9: say this here. All I'm asking money, for.
12: You, is, but you need to call her and take care of this yourself. Leave me
9: out this. Sorry, brother. No, 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 Look here. You owe me a little respect and you owe me at least, you know, whatever I'm asking you to do. I, I, I ain't asking you for respect. no money. I don't know
12: who the f you are. are. You calling me, talking about, call my mama you used to date. I don't know who the f you are. You talking about I owe you some respect. Are you crazy? I'm not a Okay. You get
9: my number anyway? You went, you went to my mama's phone? I've been had your number. I've been had your number. And this is the first Hell, time. Hell, I, I didn't spend thousands and thousands of dollars on your little ass. I've been had your money. Well, how, come you didn't,
12: how come you ain't come to the undergrad graduation? What
9: I need to come to that for? I did my job. I took care of your little ass. Man, you ain't take care
12: of shit, man. You need to get the phone off my
9: phone, bro. Okay, you know what? I'm going to go by your mama house. I'm going to go by there. And you know what? I'm going to deal with her ass today, my damn self.
12: Look. I'm trying to be as respectful as I can, but if I hear about you going by my mother house, I'm going to whoop your ass. I'm going to whoop what? your mother f- ass. You're going to get your ass whooped by somebody with an NBA. Must be ass. I'm going to f*** you up if I hear you went by my mother house. I don't is know you listening about to me? F- Mr. Red. No, I ain't listening to you. I don't know nothing about you. Once I get off this phone, I'm going to call and ask about some f- Mr. Reggie. But if it I hear you is, went it- by there, I'm going
9: to f- you up. I'm going by your mama's house because you ain't gonna just break up with me after six years. I-, I
12: done put the little boy through school. Well, that's what the f- you get for being a sucker. It sounds like you a, a victim or a. I know a the You ain't sitting here calling me no sucker. You sound like a sucker. God, let me hit you when by there. It's gonna be a problem. There's gonna be some smoke in the city.
9: What about uh? What
12: about Jarvis? Jarvis. What the f- Jarvis got to do with this? Jarvis a you up, too. You go by there. He grew up with my mother. How you know Jarvis anyway?
9: Because Jarvis called me. He told me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Jarvis. What? Wait, hold on. Hold on.
12: Oh, the <laughs> present. Wait, hold on. Hold on. hold on. hold on. Hold on. Jarvis told you to call and say, you can do my mother
8: and pay my <laughs> way from college? Hey, no, listen. I'm
12: about to Jarvis
9: up for this one. <laughs> this is Tommy, baby. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy Jarvis got me to prank you, man. He said, man, my boyfriend, he graduated, he getting his MBA. He said, you got to do it, Mr. Tommy. I said, all right, all right, tell me all about him. So I came up with this little story. He said, oh, my God. He said, man, his mama is his heart, man. He said, That's his heart. I said, all right, cool. That's what we're going with. Man, you got, got baby. <laughs> you know, my grandmother always said, don't be friends with a
12: name, Jarvis. <laughs>
9: Hey, man, you got to give it to me, baby. Give it to me, right? Mr. M-B-A, you finna get your, your paper in the next week or so. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land?
12: Steve Harvey in the morning show. <laughs> Boy, Mr.
5: Reggie. Go
12: ahead, Mr. <laughs> it <sounded like> Reggie.
5: Reggie <laughs> was the pranker. <laughs> yeah. You let me hear about you going by my mama house, Reggie. <laughs> I'm going to blank you up. What There's going to be some man? smoke in the city. <laughs>
4: I'm like, what? Mr.
2: Reggie. You're you going to get beat up by somebody with an MBA? Must be ass. Yeah. I'm a
8: sucker. Uh-huh. a sucker. <laughs> that was a good one, nephew. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, That was really good. Uh-huh.
9: Uh, hey, what? It's June. What is it? It's June the 2nd. Second. 2nd. Second. Uh-huh. June the 2nd. Going to, going to Tampa, 25th, 26th, 27th soul out, Tampa. Y'all hold tight. I'm going to make a couple phone calls. We're going to add a couple more. How about that? It's getting oh, good out there.
7: Oh, yeah, the why you? not?
9: It's getting good. I'm back on stage. Okay. You don't understand. I am back, and I ain't leaving ever again.
7: All right, nephew. Well, thank you for that. Coming up, a strawberry letter subject i married a social media thought. We'll get into it right after this.
8: You're listening to the
7: Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, you know the drill. Submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. could be You never know.
9: Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the
7: Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I married a social media thought, okay? (laughs) Dear Stephen Shirley, I really hope you can help. I am 41. And my husband is 43 years old. We've been together for a total of 13 years and married for 10. Throughout our relationship, there have been situations where my husband was getting attention from lots of different women and entertaining them on the side. This is all before social media got amped up. I would notice him buying new clothes or working out more. And I just knew some some woman must have complimented him or told him he had nice arms or something. He has always been thirsty for attention and my mother tells him he's a big flirt. Within the past 4 years he joined 3 social media apps and just and he justified it by saying Facebook was to keep up with his old friends. Instagram was to get news alerts and sports news, and Twitter was to keep up with our former president. Uh, and from the very beginning, I knew I was going to have problems if he was able to connect with females through these apps. He went from posting uh, for self posing for selfies to having photo shoots with me taking pictures of him no matter where we were. I jokingly asked him to get in the pictures with him and he always tells me next time. My male co-worker has an Instagram account and I asked him if he follows my husband's account. He said he unfollowed him because of all the stuff he posts. I look at it, looked at his page and he's got pictures of himself shirtless, pictures of himself flexing, in muscle shirts and a whole lot of selfies. He looks like a thot that's single and ready to mingle. I joined Instagram without him knowing, so now I see what he posts every day. I told him that he's doing way too much on social media. He said what he's doing is fun and harmless. Is this normal for a man or not? Hmm. Well, um... Okay. It is rare. I have to agree with you that men are our thoughts on Instagram. So, uh, no, this is not normal. Uh, you see female influencers, you see female models all the time, but uh, men, not so much. And for someone like your husband, who you say loves attention, this is a perfect vehicle for him. He can get the likes from all over the world several times a day. And uh, this is the problem. You, his wife, had to have to live with his newfound fame every day. I mean, you know, you said he was cheating before. Well, he's brand new now. It's all about him, and he's caught up. I mean, he doesn't even want you to take pictures with him. You could take pictures of him, but not with him. Uh, you're his wife, so you know there's a problem right there in his mind. A picture with you would probably be blocking, you know, all the tension he's getting. Uh, your attention. Your mother sees. Your mother sees it. She says he's a big flirt. And uh, yes, that's what he's doing on social media. He's letting the ladies slide into his DMs, comment on his posts and follow him, all of that. Now, does he need that much validation? Does he? Uh, How insecure and narcissistic is this man you married? I mean, not too many grown men have time or money to do all this that he's doing, photo shoots and stuff, selfies all the time. Uh, your marriage is in trouble. It, it is. Uh, because your husband is immature and his attention is elsewhere and it's not on you. And and you recognize that problem. You gotta tell him, you know, this is not fun. It is not harmless. It's very harmful to you. Uh, you know, that's what he thinks but that's not it. It's hurting you and you need to let him know. He's a grown man. He needs to be off Instagram posing, you know, and paying attention to you and his marriage. Steve?
5: You know, this letter right here, uh, I I just want to help you out, sister, with your words. I've diagnosed this entire letter. Dear Stephen Shirley, I hope you can help. I'm 41, my husband's 43, been together 13 years, married 10. Throughout our relationship, there have been situations where my husband was getting attention from lots of different women and entertaining them on the side. What do you mean by entertaining them? And you know this? And you've been going along with it, calling it entertaining? That's what you called it? Okay, all right, lady. This was all before social media got amped up. I'd notice him buying new clothes or working out more than just some woman must have complimented him or told him he had nice arms or something. He's always been thirsty for attention, and my mother tells him he's a big flirt. Now, let me ask you a question. How does your mama know that your husband is a big flirt? I mean, hold on, lady. If you can't keep it from your mother-in-law, you ain't even trying. How is your mother-in-law diagnosing your husband for you? Like all of a sudden your mama bringing you some brand new news. Lady, you in denial. Within the past four years, he's joined three social media apps. He's justified by saying Facebook was to keep up with his old friends, Instagram was to get news alerts and sports news, and Twitter was to keep up with our former president. What? Okay, Facebook to keep up with old friends, got that. That's common. But don't no damn body get on Instagram to get news alerts and sports news. That ain't even what Instagram is about. Right. (laughs) So how you fell for that? You stupid. (laughs) And then he got on Twitter to keep up with our former president. (laughs)
7: <laughs> what? <laughs> he don't have a Twitter account. Hang on, we'll have part two of your oh, response. Oh, you stupid! Coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's strawberry letter subject: I married a social media thought. We'll get back into it right after this.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve. Let's <laughs> let's recap today's oh, strawberry I bet letter. So much to say.
7: I right, know. I'm married. Lady a social been married media to this thought. man
5: for 30, 13 years. Had trouble throughout the relationships, been in situations, your husband getting attention from lots of different women and entertaining them on the side. So you want to call it entertaining them on the side. So he's had women on the side and you know about it. But you not called it cheating. You calling it entertaining them on the side. Okay, that's nice. Uh, this was all before social media got up and then... Um, you knew someone was complimenting about his nice arms and stuff, and he's always been thirsty for attention. My mother told him he's a big flirt. And my question was, how does your mama know that your husband is a big flirt? Cause if you can't hide that from your mother-in-law, you ain't even trying. So your mother-in-law's done diagnosed your marriage for you. And you act like it's brand new news. Now he done got on Facebook to keep up with his old friend. Instagram to get news alerts and sports news, and Twitter to keep up with our former president. Like I said before, keeping up with old friends on Facebook, that's common. Okay. But don't nobody go on IG for news alerts and sports. That ain't... I don't know if you're familiar with They got this thing out now called Sports Center that really tells you everything you need to know. They got an app that breaks the news for you. So you believe it. And then... He asked a Twitter to keep up with our former president. I don't know how smart you are, but Twitter has banned Donald Trump. He don't have a Twitter account. So how you fail for this is beyond me. From the very beginning, I knew I was going to have a problem if he was able to connect with females through these apps. He went from posing uh, with selfies to taking photo shoots with me, taking pictures of him no matter where we were. I jokingly ask him to get in the pictures, and he always tells me next time, "Excuse me, why are you joking? What what's funny about this to you? And secondly, why are you the photographer? I, I don't understand." <laughs> exactly. That. He got you taking pictures of him everywhere he go, and you know he gonna post them. But you taking the damn pictures. Yeah. You in on the crime? Mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. You're
5: aiding and abetting you assisting you in the car with the robbery
7: She can't even take a picture with him
5: <laughs> Cause he done told you next time <laughs> Now here's the next Every one time. <laughs> My male co-worker has an Instagram account And I asked him if he follows my husband's account He said he unfollowed him because of stuff he posts Now I'm going to give you two reasons he told you this Cause number one He don't like men who take manhole shots these are called manhole shots. And no. we ain't on Instagram looking at me and taking manhole shots. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, I got some new news for you in case you didn't know this, because you obviously don't know a lot of stuff. What's your co-worker like you. Exactly.
7: Mm. Oh, your, uh-huh. your
5: co-worker got feelings for you. Uh-huh. Oh. So now he trying to drop some knowledge on you, because obviously you ain't that swell. <laughs> so I done quit following your husband because of stuff he posts. I looked at his page, and he's got pictures of himself shirtless, pictures of him flexing in muscle shirts, and a whole lot of selfies. He looks like a thought that's single and ready to mingle. Keep that line in mind. I joined Instagram without him knowing, so now I see what he posts every day. I told him he's doing way too much on social media. He says he's what he's doing is farm, fun, and harmless. Is this normal for a man or not? Let me answer that question first. Hell no, it ain't normal. (laughs) The only friend I got that takes his shirt off on IG is Kevin Hart. And as (laughs) soon as I get his body, as soon as I get Kevin Hart's body in adult size, I'm taking mine off too. (laughs) Adult
0: size.
5: yeah. That's it. But Kevin make money because he into fitness. So now let me take you. Let me teach you something. Oh, yeah. Remember this about men: when he say he's just doing it for fun and it's harmless. Remember this about men: we don't do anything. We don't do nothing without a reason or a purpose. Mm-hmm. And you provided the reason or the purpose in the letter yourself, cause he's looking like a thought that's single and ready to mingle. Mm-hmm. You said that. Now, if it's fun and harmless then what are you doing it for? See, what is the purpose and the reason if you say it's for fun? I, I'm, I'm I'm just listening to you. See, is he doing it just to read the comments? You need to read them comments because that's what he doing it for.
8: Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, I want them you. Them. Nah, 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 nah. See, he know who, who's DM to slide mm-hmm. in. See, that that that's you need to read these comments. If he doing it for fun and it's harmless, and remember, men don't do nothing without a reason or a purpose. Everything we do got every woman that's got a man know I'm telling the truth. We don't do nothing for fun and harmlessness. <laughs> right. That ain't what we right. do. Mm. I'm letting let me just play something else. Yo mama know why he doing it. Uh, Cause he a big ass uh, flirt. She's
7: smart. She certainly knows.
5: Now he no, either gonna not. stop. Or you going to leave. And let him take a little big-ass arm somewhere else. Oh,
7: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll stop it right there, Steve. Uh, thank you. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Junior and Sports Talk right after this.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, guys, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got,
2: Junior? Okay, Shirley, but first I remind everybody, it is race week. Race week. We are three days away from June 5th. The Curious Hope 5K Fun Walk and 5K Run will be happening in Dallas, Texas, at the Margaret Hunt Hill Bridge. And then also after the race, I didn't put together a day party for everybody to come relax. Just for you, running. Here, so, boy. yeah, man. We're gonna have jazz, man, and a tribute to Prince because you know his birthday is on June 7th. So we got a band together, man, playing some Prince songs. Everybody come have a good time, man. It's at Sandaga 813. That's Sandaga 813 in Dallas, Texas, man. So we're gonna have that going on all day Saturday, man. So come on out. Uh, a little unk is uh, you know, win or go home Wednesday. So I just want to go over these games with y'all. It's three series that's going on tonight, that's three one. And you do going to think they stay alive or they going home? First off, mm. Wizards versus the 76ers. Philly leads
5: 3-1. When go home? When they go Joe, home? If Joel Embiid is playing, they got to they go home. Okay. Well, if Joel yeah. Embiid is out, because they won and Russell didn't have a great game, nor did uh, Bill. Yeah. But without Joel Embiid, Philly ain't going to be able to hold them boys off again. So they know. not going home. But That's if Joel Embiid it. come back, they got to go home.
2: Hawks versus the Knicks It's a 3-1 ATL leading
5: Bad Knicks
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't say it like that (laughs) Just Bad Knicks
5: Dog. They they ain't. Julius Randle man Not having a good series at all This is his first time being a star And the weight of the playoffs is on him They doubling him He he ain't shooting percentages low He ain't having the season he been having In playoff basketball they doubling him He don't know what to do
2: Bad Knicks Bad
5: Hawks, Ice <laughs> Trade too much for them. They got them. They got some boys down there in Atlanta now.
2: They do, man. Grizzlies versus the Jazz, and Utah leads three-one.
5: Yeah, you know they Donovan back and he getting better and better. So he ain't injured no more. But Rand cold, man. I love I like the Grizzlies. I like him, man. But, oh, like I love that boy. Thing. I like the Grizzlies, but they ain't ready yet. They too young. Them yeah. ain't. Mm. Them finna walk their ass on mm. out to the bank. I got my money
9: on Brooklyn all the way this year.
2: I mean, they got three superstars over there. But who are they playing
4: playing Brooklyn oh,
8: right.
9: versus. in Boston right now. They just beat Boston last night. Yeah. That's
8: no, I mean
4: it. out of the West.
5: Yeah.
9: Oh. I don't. I don't man, go. I don't I'm gonna tell you something. LeBron, the West man.
5: gonna be strong, man. Mm-hmm. But you, AD and LeBron, had to be healthy for them to come out of there. They struggling right now, and and mm. and if AD don't come back. Yeah. LeBron oh, gonna have to get don't. 39 for them to beat Phoenix if 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 AD ain't there. But, oh, th- hey, man, but let me tell you something. Brooklyn ain't no guarantee out there these some damn buckses them bucks is them the bucks bucks, are playing some the funky bucks
2: ball right now. The
7: Bucks is, they said, they sent them on. All, all but, right, Junior. Thank good. you. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we can do this day is today. And we'll talk about that right after this.
13: wherever you're listening.
2: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right.
7: The Steve Harvey Morning Show is celebrating We Can Do This Day. It's today, okay? We want to get back to seeing family, right? Haven't we missed our family? We've missed our friends, our loved ones, some of them. Some of them. Yeah. Some of them. <laughs> not all of them. Not all of them. I've missed them. I've missed my family. We want to do live shows. Tommy, you talk about that all the time, going on yes. tour. You know, all the things that we love doing, just being around people, having people over, that sort of thing. Well, getting the COVID-19 vaccine is the first step to getting all of us there faster okay we can do this day is today find a COVID-19 vaccine near you at vaccines.gov all right guys what do you look forward to doing the most let me ask you that uh now that you now that we all have our COVID-19 shots our vaccines
4: Ah. Man, so this, much. This, this,
7: family. This, I would this. say family. Family. Yeah. I mean, I uh-huh. just came
4: back from seeing my in-laws, and I yeah. haven't seen them since oh. November Thanksgiving, twenty nineteen. Yeah. So when good. we're all vaccinated,
7: so yeah. family. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. a side note, Carla. Next stop, Vegas. Since we're traveling. Since we trip. traveling. Since we
5: trip, traveling.
4: Yes. Come on, Steve. Let's, Let's go. Steve, to
5: Vegas. Get it in. <laughs> Ready. <laughs>
0: you
2: know what I'm looking forward most to, Shirley? You what? Know? What? Because I live alone, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing anybody. just <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> I don't care who it is. Just go anybody. Tired of looking at the tree? Yeah, having <laughs> company again. It'd be good for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Oh, I uh, thought you was. Oh, you tired of your shelves?
7: <laughs> <Steve. laughs> <laughs> what are you looking forward to, Steve?
5: I'm just looking forward to live audiences on the shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need crowds. I'm tired of talking to these that. eight people with these masks on. Uh huh.
7: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Your contestants mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah.
7: Now, will you Man, go back to
5: shaking hands at some point, Steve? No, they got me. I'm eight feet away from everybody. I ain't touched wow. a contestant in two years. <laughs>
7: I, you know what? I do miss hugging, though. I do miss hugging. I don't. But I won't be doing that. But I miss it. <laughs> he said it. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't
5: miss hugging. Hell, stay off me.
7: Hell. Uh, yeah, Ooh, I, I'm not doing it, me. but oh, I miss hell it. hell no. All right, listen, Steve, earlier uh, you spoke to the U.S. Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek H. Murthy, about the importance of getting the COVID-19 vaccine. Take a listen.
1: Today is We Can Do This Day.
5: Now, special guest this morning is Dr. Vivek Murthy, the 21st uh, Surgeon General of the United States, and we're talking about the vaccination. What are the major things that we can do to help end this pandemic?
16: We have a way to turn this pandemic around and that's the vaccine so the key thing that we've got to do is number one get vaccinated ourselves number two turn around and look at the people in your life your family your friends the people you care about and ask them if they've got a plan to get vaccinated so have a conversation with them if they want information help them get information if they want help finding a place to get vaccinated now it's really easy you can go to vaccines.gov just put in your zip code and then you can find places near you where you can get vaccinated
5: to the person that's wanting to say something to their family members or friends to convince them of this vaccination, what would you consider the top selling points they might mention?
16: The first thing I do is go in there and listen first before we judge. The second thing I would do is to remind people that, again, over 150 million people have got this, and we're seeing that it's really effective in dropping deaths. The last thing I I tell them is that, remember, 90% of doctors have either gotten vaccinated or are planning to. These are the people that we go and see uh, about our health, the people we trust. Uh, They trust and believe in this vaccine. They're getting it themselves. And that's why one, one more reason why we can trust in it. And finally, just remember this, that what we all want is we want to turn this pandemic around. We want to protect ourselves, the people we love. We want to get back to doing the things we love doing as well, getting together with friends, getting back to school and work. Being able to go out to, to a ball game. The fastest way for us to do that is to get vaccinated. And the government can help, but turning this pandemic around, helping our communities heal, it's going to take all of us standing up looking out for one another, supporting one another. That's how we not only get through this pandemic, but how we come out on the other side stronger than even before this pandemic began. Find
1: a COVID-19 vaccine near you at vaccines.gov.
7: We'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: In trending fitness news, get a load of this, guys. Will Smith is giving us an update On his Big Willie Challenge progress, he posted an update video on Instagram, including clips of himself at the gym. He's making some progress on his dad bod. Uh, Will get sweaty in the gym as he does uh, leg presses, back squats, bicep curls, dumbbell overhead presses, and yoga. You know, keep it limber, Will. Keep it limber. He's going to be real. What? Oh, yeah. Oh Will? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's got that style. bad boy's body again. Go, go <laughs> that Jada was so crazy about. Before
9: I like it did. when black women do that. When black women I do mm, 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 mean a means. lot from a black woman.
8: Oh mm. yeah.
4: Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mike, what's his name? What was his name? Mike. Mike Larry. Mike Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. Mike, Lowry.
7: <laughs> Mike Lowry. There you go. Bad, oh, bad boys. boys. Uh-huh. 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 So go, Will. We're happy. Everything
2: you know sure, I, I mean, do that right now. I don't like none of it. I don't know the, the exercises. <laughs> yeah, everything uh-huh. you, d- d- leg presses, back squats, bicep curl. No, I don't like none of it.
7: But you like well, the that's results? Really not a,
9: that's not a uh, exercise people really like to. You just got to you know do what it. Just,
7: but there are some people that like to work out. There are yeah, some people are, that. Oh, they're, oh, they're very
5: rare. Yeah. I like the sauna. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> just sit and sweat. <laughs> I like, I like
5: sitting deal. there and just sweating.
7: <laughs> <laughs> like and come out
5: thing. of there and want to weigh myself.
7: Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Right now, it nice. is time. Yeah, Ooh. for Ask the CLO, oh, wow. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. All right, so here we go. This one is from Tanjula in Mississippi. Tanjula writes, I'm a 32 year old professional woman by day and at night I'm an escort. I keep a low profile in my city and go to the neighboring city for my escort business. I have been dating a guy for almost three months, and he thinks I'm a school teacher and model because I met him at a casting call for Models for a music video. I need my side gig to pay off my student loans. But I know this guy won't like it. Should I be honest with him or keep the lie going? Uh-oh. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. So she
5: says she does what in the daytime?
7: She's a professional woman, she says. She didn't say specifically, but at okay, night. Okay, so
5: she's an escort. Yeah, at mm-hmm. night. So uh-huh. w- what? What is, what is the lie she's trying to keep going?
7: That she's an escort. That she's an escort. She wait has a minute. To, she's an escort to pay off her student loans,
5: Steve. Well, wait a minute. How, how, how did he meet her?
7: Um, it says she she met him, um, she's been dating him. She, he at thinks a she's a school teacher. She thinks he's a school teacher and a model because she met him at a casting call for models.
5: Oh, so, oh, for oh okay. oh a music
7: video. Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, okay. So he didn't call the escort service and meet her. No, no. sir. Oh, <laughs> he okay. He met her at the thing. So he thinks.
7: Well, yeah, he doesn't know.
5: Uh, the junk, the jello.
7: <laughs> yeah. Man. You say oh, Tangula. Hold hold,
5: hold. hold hold wait. Do do her name sound familiar to you? <laughs> <laughs>
7: you
5: know, ain't like her damn name was Denise and I missed it.
4: Give her it some advice. Don't
5: get mad. Well, first of all, change your damn name.
4: Yeah. Was, hey.
5: Yeah. Ain't everybody gonna know who you are.
4: <laughs>
5: your name at the escort service, all down at the school board. Yeah, it,
10: It's
5: very rare. Tung. So. Uh, Look, look, hey, look, young sister, you can't be so desperate to pay off your student loans that you'll do anything. Your reputation and your life forward after this is far more important than the present. And always understand that what you do in the dark today going to come out in the light tomorrow. And it may ruin an opportunity with a career move or a man. So if I were you, I would double think this escort service business. It's Paying off student loans ain't that important. They got all types of things available because of COVID now with student loans. You need to go online and research some of this stuff. They got programs to help you pay off student loan. You ain't got to sell yourself to pay off no damn loan. Think about your life moving forward. You're 32. You're an attractive girl.
7: So you think you should? she should be honest with him? No.
5: Hell no. <laughs> okay. Keep the light going. No.
7: Keep no. the light going.
5: <laughs> your job is doing the day you're a professional woman. That's your damn job. Do not tell this man you an escort.
7: Okay. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And, of course, at 49 minutes after, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, guys, here we are. <laughs> the last break of the day. Mm, it's been a good Wednesday day. day. Mm-hmm. Short Half week. Short week, baby. Ooh, short week, baby. Yeah. And you know
5: what? I changed my mind. I do have a close Okay.
7: Oh, Very positive and
5: uplifting one. All right. I nice. was thinking today during my meditation, how fortunate I felt. I was just thanking God for having survived 2020. I was thanking God of all of the blessings that came my way during the COVID. And I know some people suffered some hard times during the COVID. I know you, that loss of loved ones is premium. I know the loss of jobs and, and, and businesses closed. And I know it's been challenging for a lot of people. But there's a blessing in everything. And I want people to to, to look at the fact that if you had what you're saying was a rough 2020, And as some young person told me, it was the roughest year of his life. And when he asked me, he said, Mr. Harvey, this got to be the roughest year of your life, too. I said, son, it ain't even in the top 10 roughest years of my life. Hmm. I, I got something to go back over. But I was also thinking of the fact that didn't something good happen to you in 2020? Don't you see the blessing of 2020? Don't you realize that you survived it? I realize it's been challenging. I realize some tough things happened. I realize there's some setbacks. I realize there's some people that's not here. Oh, I get it, man. And I'm not saying that's easy to deal with because it ain't. But I'm talking about you, though. Ain't you got a moment that you can pause and say thank you for just keeping me? How about thanking God for just getting you through it? Even with the loss of loved ones, even with the loss of jobs and opportunities, even with the loss of income. I lost income last year, but man, I found the bright side of it. I discovered something, man, that being off is okay. That sometimes, man, you need to stop and smell the roses more often, Steve Harvey. I learned a lot from COVID. I paid attention to the blessings And I've often said this a million times behind every moment of adversity, there is a lesson and there is a blessing. You just got to hang in there to get them. And I got them in 2020. And 2021 is a new opportunity. The fact that you are still here is a sign from God that he ain't through with you yet, that he still has something for you. So get optimistic, get hopeful. Get prayerful, get watchful, and start looking for what God saved you for. Why did you survive COVID? Why are you still here? Why did you make it past 2020? You got to get watchful, y'all. God is doing some things. He's doing some things that you ain't even aware of. I'm telling you, man. God is stealing to make your dream come true business. Don't let the devil deceive you. Don't let the devil make you think it's hopeless, that it's over, that God done forgot about you. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. He ain't. Most people that get the feeling that God ain't close to them is because you ain't trying to get close to him yourself. God is always available. You think about it. You just think about it for a minute. If you're sitting here listening to me and you think God don't care about you, could it be because you don't care about him? Mm. Just think about it for a minute. When have you ever gone to him and he turned his back on you? G- give me the time. Give me the time. You can't think of one. You know why? Because you're still here. In spite of the fact that that you don't thank him on a regular basis, in spite of the fact that you won't talk to him on a regular basis, through his grace and mercy, he kept you anyway, and he still loves you. He still loves you in spite of how you are as a person, in spite of all the dirt we've done, and I'm talking to myself right now, in spite of all the mistakes I've made. Man, God, just keep on, man. He just keep on doing stuff for me, man. I just just want people to understand that. You know, look, man, I read something the other day that said, I made some mistakes I can't change, but I changed so I won't make the same mistakes. Now, who did that apply to? I'm going to say it again for you. I made some mistakes I can't change, but I changed so I won't make the same mistakes. And you know how I changed? I went to God and I asked for forgiveness. And he gave it to me. Over and over and over and over again. God is in the caring business, y'all. God is in the be right there when you ain't even. Hey, look, let me tell you something. You know why? You know why we made it through 2020? Because God put his arms around us. The virus didn't get to you. The virus didn't take you out. God has a purpose for you. That's why you're still here, because he ain't through with you yet. God is in to make your dream come true business, y'all. Start dreaming again. Stop writing your visions down. Get your paper out. Tell God what you want. Take all your requests to him. Tell him what you want. Tell him what you need. God is in the do it business, man. But God gives it to those who ask for it. Ask and you shall receive. That's a fact. But if you don't ask him for it, that's probably a good reason you ain't got it. If you've been trying to figure it out yourself and you've been trying to work through this thing by yourself, could it be that you ain't got the answers you need? I'm just asking you, could it be? Look, man, come on now. God is available. Quit listening to these people on IG talking about God ain't this and God ain't that. Luminati, I don't even know what they be talking about. I don't even try to find out the definition to that foolishness. Because God just showed me too many times who he is. What he do. He done kept every last one of his promises. I'm waiting on the rest of them. How about you? Turn to God. I bet bet you see him. He right there. Y'all have a great day, okay? Thank you